is Twitter. Hey, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I am your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Today, longtime friend of mine is on the show. This is Matthew Jordan Smith. We're going to be talking about just a bunch of stuff. But the main thing is this fantastic new project that he's working on um, with Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul, all the, the things that uh, I guess I want to say that working with Aretha Franklin to me, someone who's just like a, a, a random face in an ocean of fans for her would be the dream. This guy, Matt Jordan Smith, gets to, gets to photograph her and has been photographing her for over a decade. But now he's working on a new project with Aretha. We're going to talk about that on this episode and a bunch of other things. So, Mr. Smith, welcome back to This Week in Photo, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, man? I am doing Life great. Good. Can't complain at all. Yeah, I know. Every time you, I get you on the show, I, I always feel like looking at that wall behind you and the story, the stories that go behind each one of those photos. Like, I just want to sit down and have a glass of wine with you one day and just, you know, oh, this one, we did this and that one, you know, <laughs> the flash burned up, but we got the shot, you know. <laughs> And so, there are so many incredible stories for all these pictures, especially the ones of Aretha Franklin. Yeah, which is which brings us to this conversation. So you well, tell me about the project. I don't want to give it away. I want to have you set the stage for us. So I, I kind of tease it a little bit. So you've you've photographed uh, Aretha Franklin for over a decade now. You've been her photographer for over a decade, I'm, you know. It, and other several other people as well, obviously, as evidenced by the wall behind you. But you've been her go-to guy for photography for over a decade. Start from there, and then take us to you know where we are now with this new project. Yes, yes, I was her photographer for 13 years. The last 13 years wow. of her career, she passed away, of course, in 2018. Yeah, but uh, I, I I worked with her for the last decade plus of of her career. And we were close and I have amazing images and most of them have never been seen before. Um, maybe like 40 published or less actually. Um, and I have over like 20,000 pictures of Aretha Franklin oh from, from those 13 years. So I put those pictures together in a brand new book, never before rare pictures. And I'm doing two versions of the book. There's a standard edition and then there's, I'm doing a hundred special edition versions of the book. And with that version, I'm giving people the opportunity to put their picture in the book. Oh, Imagine how does that. that work? How does that work? So people can take a picture of themselves holding an old CD of Aretha Franklin's music or an old album, vinyl. And I'll do a collage of Aretha Franklin fans to go into the book. So I have different levels. I'm doing this on Kickstarter. Kickstarter is running now. The mm. Kickstarter is AretaCool.com. Uh, name of the book is Aretha Cool because she was the coolest um, in, in so many ways. You know, yeah. people know her for her powerful voice and, and her, her, you know, her great songs and uh, emotional songs. But I know her as the witty, feisty, funny, incredible artist and and i loved loved working with her for so many reasons yeah. you know i photographed a lot of artists a lot of talk a lot of uh, uh celebrities over my 37 year career but aretha was the only person 
who want to hear just her music when I photographed her. And that opened another door for us. She, she only wanted to hear her music. I found out the first time I shot her. Um, the first time I shot her, I was not playing just her music. I was playing music I thought she wanted to hear, which mm -hmm. was wrong. Mm -hmm. And I found out that day that she loves hearing her music. So from that shoot on, I only played her music. As a matter of fact, I had back then, of course, it was an iPod. I put together my favorite Aretha Franklin music, and I played just that music on each and every photo shoot up until the very end. And it was funny about that because here you are playing your favorite music of an artist that you love, and you're seeing them react to their music. Yeah, that's gonna be and, crazy. Oh man, it was insane. Insane to to see her react to her music and get lost in that music the same way we get lost in the music. And then, of course, I can't sing, but she would begin to sing very often, almost on every photo shoot, she would start singing. Oh, wow. Oh, man. What a gift. What a gift, right? And then now, I mean, like just listening to her music now, it, it, it kind of excites those parts of the brain and it transports you back to different parts of your life when you're listening yes. to this music, right? Like many songs do. I can't, I can't imagine having the artist in front of me listening to their music and singing along with their music while I'm taking photos. Cause photos does that for me too. When you're taking photos, I kind of remember what was happening when I took that photo. But now you have the, like the visual and the audio <laughs> and the whole nine yards, the whole experience is going on. How does, and the how, I mean, did, like when you put on an Aretha song now, do you go, like, where does it transport you to? Does it transport you back in time to like when you were a it kid does. or does it, or does it take you to the shoot? I'm curious. To the shoot, to the yeah. shoot. I go back to the shoot and you know, it's funny, like, you know, people see a photograph and they just see the image, but as the photographer, you see everything that's happening in the room, all around you, behind you, to the side of you. So I remember everybody and how they reacted. I remember she'd always have her bodyguards on the shoot. So it's like a team of people there. Everybody is lost in the music. They're dancing mm -hmm. on the side. They're lost in the music. My assistants are lost in the music. Hair and makeup's lost in the music. Mm -hmm. And then you see her begin to sing along. And it was just incredible, incredible. Wow. You know, we became friends over the years and there were times when she would call me a lot. She, she's the only person who wants to only speak to me. No agent, no manager, none of that. Same for me, I could only talk to her. Um, mm -hmm. When I moved from the States to Japan, uh, you know, I now live in Japan, mm -hmm. she was upset with me because uh, it was hard for her to get in contact with me. Mm. So. I remember one day getting a simple email from Clive Davis and it just said, Aretha's trying to contact you. So I, I called her, she was upset. And I said, you know what? You can call me anytime. This is my number. Leave a message. I'll call you as soon as I wake up. Um, no matter where I am in the world, I'll call you right away. And that's yeah. what we did until yeah. the very end. Um, at the very end of her career, we were trying to shoot one more time. She she had another album which never came out um, that she was working on, and it's funny like you know she was fighting through cancer, mm -hmm. and even with that fight, she's trying to do another album. Yeah, 
she loved the craft of singing like i've never seen before like that yeah. passion you hear in her voice that's real the the energy the emotion the love the whatever it's she brings it out because it's in her it was in her and you felt it in the room when you were shooting yeah. i mean it was incredible and so i can't things, imagine uh, i can't imagine that i mean i i think you know just listening to you i can hear you know your adoration for her just listening to how you 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 know refer to her which is completely understandable and i i wonder just like this book that this kickstarter book that you're working on so or that's that's going to be published how do you get all that into a book like I, like how do you like what's the curation process like how, what's tell us about the book like all that stuff I i'm glad you mentioned that you know yeah. as photographers we have our photography hat on and very often that gets in the way because we see pictures that we that we love that we think should be great but a curator an editor mm -hmm. sees it with with different eyes so when i was um talking with my publisher i was showing them images and said oh can you show us everything I'm like, everything, which is a lot to do. So I showed them a big batch of images, things I would not send normally. And they sent a mock-up of a cover. When I first saw the cover, I'm like, is that my image? Mm -hmm. I was shocked because number one, I didn't see the image. I didn't see this image in being what they saw. It was brilliant. Mm. So, to begin my Kickstarter, I had a small exhibit. It was just for one day and I showed 10 pictures and I put nine pictures that I loved. And then I put that picture that my editor loved, that my publisher loved, just get a reaction. Everybody loved that one picture, which was shocking to me. Mm -hmm. So I think as photographers, we need to get out of our own way very often. And you have to have a curator an editor, somebody other than you when it comes to selecting images because we have our photo hat on and very often that hat blocks us from seeing the brilliance of our work. A, an editor, somebody who's, you know, their job is to um, create beautiful work. They see it with, with clean eyes, mm -hmm. unadulterated eyes, mm -hmm. and that opens up genius. So. I don't believe anymore that a photographer should edit their own work. You need to have a professional, somebody who's, you know, used to looking at images and pulling out great stuff and laying them out and making magic. They should do it. So my publisher, they've done tons of music books. They did the Michael Jackson, This Is It book. They did the Paul McCartney collection book. They've done tons in that genre, which is why I'm going with them. I'm self-publishing, but I have a publisher who's who's going to do the editing, printing, all of that. Mm, so I'm okay. doing the book on Kickstarter to have that control and to have a beautiful book. And there are two versions of the book. There's a standard version, and then there's 100 special edition books because this is where this publisher thrives. They do amazing special edition books. And that's what I want for this one of Aretha Franklin. So there are only 100 of those books there'll be a collector's item. Those books are signed and numbered one through 100. Uh, 
also the slipcase is a specially designed slipcase, and those those are also numbered as well. So this is going to be a very beautiful, beautiful collector's item book for sure. And hopefully it will go into the hands of 100 people who are real fans of Aretha's music. And when you see this book, you'll play the music hopefully, because I want to give also an audio along with the book. There's a, an audio version that comes along with the book mm-hmm. where I go through the stories of of the songs that were played during the creation of the of the image and the stories that come along with that. And there's some amazing stories that come along with that. Um, even, even stories that go beyond just the photo shoots. There was one night, it was the middle of my night, and I get a call of from Aretha Franklin. This is when I lived in the States, actually. I was living in LA at the time. And she called me in the middle of the night, like two o'clock in the morning. And I answered the phone and she says, Jordan, she called me Jordan. Mm-hmm. She's like, Jordan, I've got a problem. I can't decide on the name of this album. What should it be? What, what, should, what do you like better? A woman in love or a woman in and out of love? And I'm like half asleep. I'm like, am I dreaming this? Mm-hmm. Is Aretha yeah. Franklin asking me my opinion on the name of her album? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. But th- that's, there are so, so what, what did, what did you, stories. what was your, what was your advice? I forget what I said, but the name of the album was A Woman in Love. Okay. Yeah. And she, wow. she was like, should it be a woman in and out of love? I think I probably said the latter, but she was, she was something totally different. Um, mm-hmm. But just to have her ask me blew me away. And that just shows how, how intimate a photo session can become. You become very close to your subjects when they trust you with their image. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's far beyond the image. Sometimes we just, she call and we just talk just so you have, it sounds like you guys talking. are, you guys are friends. I mean, that's like, that's not a, we were friends. Yeah. yeah that's my photographer. And I only talk to him about photography related things. And that's where we draw the line. It sounds like you guys were, you know, that, which is uh, amazing in and of itself to have a friend who yes. is a, an icon and the queen of an entire genre of music, right? Asking your advice. Oh, yes. Like, <laughs> Yes, that's <laughs> like that's like Prince no. calling up. Like Prince calling up and saying, "Yeah, you know what, Frederick? Uh, I don't know if this should be Paisley Park or just Paisley. What do you think?" <laughs> it's like, oh man, that is fantastic. That's and right. I mean, that's and right. I feel honored talking to you. I mean, just you know, having you having had that relationship with Aretha Franklin, who has touched you know, arguably all of our lives, right? Um, yes. You yes. know, and yes. you had the honor of photographing her. Here, here's a question I want to throw at you. So the the publishing, right? So you chose to yes. do a Kickstarter. It's a physical book. It's going to be, a, you know, I, I haven't seen it, but I'm going to, I feel like it's going to be a, a super high quality, heavy, Absolutely. just this, this thing is going to be in the cover. family for, hard cover, all the things where you feel like you need to put on white gloves to turn the pages. One of those, right? Exactly. So exactly. why the book, why the book form in 2023, when you could have, you could have, you know, gone out on a number of different mediums and had different kinds of experiences. Why the physical print book? with the with the audio companion because when you see something tangible in your hands is a very different experience mm-hmm. like having a photo exhibit when you when you print your pictures 
it's a very different experience to to hold that image in your hand for collectors to go and and purchase your image and put it on their wall that's a very special thing you have a very different connection with your work when it's tangible where you can touch it and a book is that way still yeah. in 2023 that book is that way that tangible touchable impressionable thing that becomes hopefully a family heirloom that you pass down and there's nothing like it yes you know we live in a world where things digital and and in different formats and you can go in your ipod pad or whatever but the book the tangible book is super special almost like you know how kids are shooting film today because mm -hmm. it's like different that book that tangible book in your hand there's nothing like it yeah yeah it's like um like if you get a handwritten letter that somebody had to lick the stamp you know and you see their imperfect chicken scratch yes. on the address and the yes. two and you open it up and there's this letter that somebody imperfectly folded and you read it and it's you know handwritten you it's know real it's it, because i think because it took extra effort to do it it has more gravity then oh i'm just going to shoot you a quick email boom and you know a million emails have gone in the time that i've just said that sentence right but how many handwritten letters have been dropped in mailbox mailboxes in Thank that time you. right so it's a big you know difference. it's yeah 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 it's it's definitely different and i think there's an audience right so there's a i i believe there's there's a the audience for these these works that are harder to do that require artisanship and skill and understanding print processes and all that stuff versus yes. understanding WordPress and putting a post up there, right? Like, <laughs> under, like all the stuff that goes, and then the experience of when you receive the thing in the mail and you sit down at your coffee table and you open it up and take it out of the box, that's a little different than clicking on an email and reading it and yes. click an archive or spam. Experience. <laughs> Yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Ab it's, it's special. It's different. Yeah. And that's why I'm doing like the, the special edition books to make it even more intense to have that, that experience, you know, tenfold. Um, mm -hmm. I'm doing a thousand regular edition books and then a hundred special edition books. And the idea of having those books out there in the world for who, people who are real fans, hopefully they can play and an old Aretha Franklin song and fall in love in a different way by knowing yeah. the backstory of what happened as I played that song and we did that photo shoot. It's a different experience and I want to share that with the world. Yeah. Well, Matthew, you, you have, I mean, aside from the Aretha relationship, you are connected. You're like the, 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 the I don't know, you are the nexus of a lot of things, right? The Kevin Bacon of photography, right? <laughs> so, I mean, is this the first one? Is this the first of many? Like, will we see a Tyra book and a Zendaya book and, you know, fill in the blanks of all these amazing, talented people that I'm sure they're... Very people want to hurt here and very see. possibly we'll see we'll see for sure uh i went to uh la um last weekend for the oscar weekend um mm -hmm. my friend was up for an oscar um angela bassett she didn't win mm -hmm. but yeah. uh, i wanted to be there 
and it was a great weekend to be in LA there. Of course, when the Oscars are happening, there are a lot of parties going on. So I went to some parties where I could see friends who I haven't seen since the pandemic began. Mm. Um, so I got a chance to talk to like Sam Jackson, his wife, Latanya. I got a chance to see Magic Johnson, got a chance to see people I haven't seen in a long time yeah. uh, and tell them about the book um, and, and also just reconnect again. They haven't seen me in, in years because I couldn't travel, you know, freely. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was wonderful. And what's going to come in the future? I don't know. But having these connections are wonderful. And I, I just love creating and putting work out there for those who um, love seeing the images and, and love art. And that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. The same way Aretha was doing what she wanted to do until the very, very end. I want to do the same thing where I'm. Right. doing this craft to the very, very end and loving it. Hopefully it ends a long time away, but I, I hope yeah. that I can you know, do it this is. forever. It is, uh, yeah. And, and the other piece of it is just, you know, the concept of retirement, right? I feel like as a, as for people like us that enjoy what they're doing and feel like you're, you know, you're, you're fulfilled and it's not a time to make the donuts kind of proposition. It's like, oh, I can't right. wait to go do this thing. Oh, I got a list of things I want to experiment with and try. Then the, then the whole idea of stopping is a non-starter. Like why you'll stop when you run Absolutely. out of gas, right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. why stop with doing what you love doing? Yeah. yeah. I, no. I think back again about Aretha, like, you know, she was trying so hard to do one more photo shoot. You know, she's, she's fighting cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, the last photo shoot didn't happen. We tried three times. And the last time was right before Thanksgiving uh, 2017. She passed in 2018. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to do the photo shoot. We had everything planned. We had planned to shoot the weekend of Thanksgiving, which is probably not a great time to shoot because, you know, you can't make changes at the last minute. You're stuck. You know, I'm flying in from Japan. I have a whole team's flying in from New York assistants, hair, makeup. And the night before Thanksgiving, I get a weird text from somebody. I'm not sure who sent the text saying that Aretha is in the hospital. Mm. I'm like, oh, my God. She was rushed to the hospital. This is the night before Thanksgiving. And I'm supposed, to be, I'm supposed to be flying out the next day to fly to the States, to Detroit, you know, and the whole team. So here I am on Thanksgiving Day trying to cancel everything. Studio, assistance. Of course, we're stuck with the plane tickets. But I still had that, you know, that uh, that plane ticket uh, stub uh, to show that, you know, we never used it, of course. But uh, it never happened. And then, oh. of course, she never really fully recovered from that, from that, uh, that bout, um, and went downhill. But even as she was downhill, like in the beginning of 2018, we're still talking on the phone here and there. When she got out of the hospital in January, we're still talking on the phone here and there. And she's still saying, once I just get my weight up, once I get my energy up, we're going to do the shoot. And it's, it it's, it's funny thinking back about it now. It never happened. Yeah. This uh, March 25th would have been her 81st birthday. Mm. So in honor of her, I'm having a photo exhibit at the Blue Note. The Blue Note's going to give me, actually we're having it for a week uh, in honor of Aretha. They're going to do a lunchtime event in Tokyo at the Blue Note where they'll play her music for two hours. My pictures will be up for a week all of Aretha. I picked 18 pictures from my archive to have up. 
And um, hopefully we'll have a, a great uh, last week of the Kickstarter um, promoted in both the States and in Japan. That's amazing. That is amazing. And the Blue Note, for the folks that don't know, that aren't familiar with Blue Note, it's a, that's a storied venue. Can you tell us, tell us a little bit about the Blue Note? And then there's the, there's the Blue Note or multiple Blue Notes in, in Tokyo proper, right? Tell, tell us a little bit about that yes, venue where, yes. where you're going to have the show. Uh, those who love, you know, uh, jazz and jazz-related uh, music uh, and gr- great artists, period, uh, in all genres of that, of that uh, world, the Blue Note is the go-to place to go and hear live music. Uh, there's one in New York. There's one in uh, Los Angeles. I think there's one in San Francisco. Um, there's two in Tokyo. Mm. And they are incredible. I've, I've seen Vanessa Williams perform there uh, several times. I've seen other artists perform there several times. It's just an amazing, beautiful, uh, high-end venue for hearing amazing music. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just incredible. So uh, I'll have my my exhibit there. And it's funny, like, you know, for photographers, you know, we think about having an exhibit in a photo gallery. But my wife gave me the idea of, oh, why don't you call the Blue Note? That's the audience. They would love to do an exhibit of your work. They don't even know you're here in Tokyo. So I sent them an email and sure enough, they responded and said, we'd love to do that, especially on her birthday. Yeah. So this this Saturday was going to happen on August 25th. The exhibit goes up and it's up for an entire week. And during lunchtime every day, they'll play for two hours just Aretha Franklin music. That's great. I mean, that that it, that story is great. And that the there's a lesson within the lesson in that in that story you just articulated. That's the uh, it, if you hadn't or if your wife hadn't had the epiphany or the idea of going to talk to them never would have happened. It's not like they were going to say, oh, Absolutely. look, oh, this is Aretha Franklin's birthday. Maybe we should do A, B, and C. You took the initiative and approached this venue, which, you know, granted, not everybody's going in with Matthew <laughs> Jordan Smith weight or energy, right? You, you got a certain number of names you can drop going in there and a body of work to back it up, right? So not everyone can do that. But you know, just taking the initiative, if you hadn't done that, this this opportunity never would have happened, which I think would have been, you know, horrible for a lot of reasons, because, you know, the people that that are going to be exposed by virtue of the exhibit to the work is now much greater than it was before. Just like this Kickstarter. Absolutely. You didn't have had, had the idea to do this Kickstarter, even this conversation and getting this little bit of insight that we're getting into Aretha Franklin as a person and an artist would not have happened, you know, probably. No, so, no would not yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kudos. As, for, as photographers, <laughs> we have to take initiative and, and get out there and put work out there in, in ways mm-hmm. that, are different than we may think is the standard way. I mean, forget about Mm -hmm. the standard way. We should go out there and just put our work out there in as many ways as possible. The Mm -hmm. thing that's so great about a Kickstarter is it gives you the opportunity to reach out on your own. Nobody's gonna work as hard as you will work out to, to put your work out there. So I can reach out to the press. I can reach out personally to different venues. You can just explore different ideas in a Kickstarter that you could not do by going for a traditional publisher. And so far it's working out. Now, of course, it's scary. Kickstarter is not easy. I'm not gonna say that. It is stressful. It's a lot of work. Um, 
And it is, Kickstarter is all or nothing. What that means is you set a goal for how much it's gonna cost you to make a, pro a product, whatever that product is. If you don't raise all the funds for that product, you get zero. That's mm -hmm. the scary part. Yeah. That's the stressful part. However, if you believe in your product and you push and push and push, hopefully it will come to life. I am at this very moment a long way from my goal. So I need help right now to get there. I need your help, all of you who are listening right now, to go to Kickstarter right now. Just go to, actually just go to arethacool.com, find a pledge level that fits you, and join us on this journey. Yeah, yeah, and join me on the journey as well because I'll be pledging right after this, and that's that's good. And I, I very rarely, just for the folks that are watching this, I don't, I don't, I don't push Kickstarters on this week in photo. So, and I don't, I for specific reasons, mainly because a lot of the Kickstarters that I've pushed in the past were like vaporware; they never even showed up or whatever. So I, you know, I just gave up on Kickstarters. Um, way back long ago, but this one and Kickstarters like this, I feel like are important, right? So they're, they're important ways to crowdsource and crowdfund an important work that shows things that wouldn't see the light of day without Kickstarter as the engine to drive it forward. So this is this is an opportunity, right? And to support the artists Absolutely. and everything that, that you went through to, to put this thing together and all the things it just you know it makes sense so yeah i'll thank be supporting you. thank you i'll i'll definitely be supporting and this is uh, arethacool.com we'll redirect them over to the the kickstarter page right absolutely absolutely yeah arethacool.com cool. that's it she that was the coolest cool. uh, in so so many ways i have so many funny stories from things that happened on this shoot so with every pledge level they all get an audio file of telling the stories uh, and there, some of them are hilarious. Some are, are, you know, heartfelt, but they're all like, you know, jam packed with passion, energy, and, and the, you know, the love of Aretha Franklin. Yeah, absolutely. The queen of soul right there the as queen seen, of soul. as seen through her photographer's eyes, like, and, and heard through the narration. So that, that's, that's going to be a treat. Congratulations. Yes. So you'll, yes, after, you after, after so the much. Kickstarter funds, cause the Kickstarter twip, twip army, let me put me on the camera here. So Twip Army, <laughs> help Matthew Jordan Smith fund this Aretha campaign because it needs to see the, the light of day because I need to see this book. So make it happen. Get out there, Twip Army. Push this book. Make it happen and, and push it forward for Matthew Jordan Smith as well as the, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. So congratulations, man. Every every time you and I talk, you are you're pushing the envelope on something, whether it's a new art form or, you know, trying to try even stuff as as quote mundane as trying to convince photographers to use light meters. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so always up to something. So I can't wait to see what's next. Absolutely. It's true, though. Right. Like you did that. That's talk. very true. What what was the talk I said? You did the talk for Sue Bryce at the at the when it, the Sue Bryce event a couple of years ago. In that's Arizona. right. That's right. I was there. I was there in the audience, and I I've always been a light. This is complete non sequitur. <laughs> I've been I've always been a fan of light meters just for the accuracy and just nerding out about light and what's gonna do happen where and being able to predict things right. 
Um, but I get pushback. I, people that I say that to call me like, oh, that's the old days. You know, we just shoot and look at the LCD and whatever, you know. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, you can't wing everything. <laughs> so. No, you cannot. I heard this this week. This week I was doing an interview. This is, it's, uh, what's the day here? It's uh, my Monday my the Tuesday. On, on, yeah. on, on, on Sunday, I was doing an interview and the guy who interviewed me in the course, we were talking, I mentioned a light meter and, and a situation where I used the light meter. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I have a light meter. I haven't used it. I don't know how to use it, but I have one. He said, I was thinking about last week, I was thinking about selling that light meter. He said, I'm gonna learn how to use it now after hearing your interview. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. wow. So yeah, yeah no, yep. I use it all the time. I swear by it, always will. Um, I've got a friend who just moved to Japan. He's a cinematographer. And that's, of course, you know, part of his life, as it is for all of those people uh, in that world um, all the time. Using a light meter is a must. That's right. I had a shoot once where I was shooting. uh, This is a funny story. I'm shooting shooting a private event for George Lucas. It was uh, his birthday. They hired me to shoot his birthday party. Uh, And it's who's who in the room. And one of the people is Steven Spielberg. Yeah. So I'm using a light meter at one point in the room and he stops and looks at me, pulls out his camera and takes a picture of me. <laughs> oh my God. Nice. Talk about, I got, tell me and you I'm, got a copy of that print, uh, that picture. <laughs> it's funny because I had an assistant with me and yeah. my assistant took a picture of him taking a picture of me. Oh, even <laughs> so better. <laughs> Oh man, that is so good. See, I mean, just like just the this the adventures. I feel like you probably have a million little vignettes like that. I that, do. I have so like, many oh. stories. It was like, yeah, like that time I had the casino, I had the Royale with cheese with Sam Jackson. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm jealous. You know, and just I wish to, I had that story. I know, right? It's not too late. Um, but, you know, looking at the, the you know, y- your website and the body of work behind you, you can see a little bit of that. What what percentage of those sh- those shoots would you say were accomplished using a light meter in some way? Oh, 100 percent of them. Yeah. 100 yep. percent. Absolutely. I, I have four light meters, so I have one in every bag. Um, I could not not use a light meter. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to guess. And also time is precious when you're doing a shoot of a celebrity or anybody who's you know, um, an icon or famous, whatever you could, you don't have time to guess to look at your camera, go back and forth and try to spend five minutes getting your exposure or figuring out the light. There's no time to figure it out on a high end shoot. You have to dial it in and know in an instant because in an instant you can get the picture that is the picture of your career. Mm-hmm. If you waste it for two minutes, like playing around, trying to like, take a picture, look at the back of your camera, take a picture, look at the back of your camera, look at the monitor, that's wasted opportunities that yeah. be the shot that changes your career forever. It could be the iconic shot of the moment. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and back in the day, it wasn't a, okay, I'm going to take a picture and I'm tethered. So I'm going to look at this big, beautiful display over here. It was every shot you take. Cause I, I came up in, when we were doing studio portraiture in the air force, we were shooting on portraits, officer and general portraits on four by five film. So, Ooh. right. So each, each you one of those film holders, no, we had two shots on each it's one precious. And, and the general usually had like 10 minutes or whoever we were shooting, like 10, maybe less than that. And there, you know, so it was everything needed to be perfect when they got in that seat. You knew you were like mentally rehearsing. Shot. How are you going to get it? You know, turn this way, look at that door, tilt, you know, all that stuff. And then poof. And if they have time, take that thing out, flip it, put it back in and do a second shot. That was it. That's all you got. None of this. Oh, yeah. I was going to take 30 shots and look at the back. You know, none of that. But yeah. (laughs) Well, this is it. This is good, man. So again, congratulations on everything you're working on and everything you will work on. Um, Let's touch base again after the Kickstarter closes and celebrate, you know, that the the Kickstarter has funded. Uh, We'll talk about that. And yeah, we'll just leave it there. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch up again and figure out what next Matthew Jordan Smith is cooking up because you're always cooking up something over there in Tokyo. There's, there's, right? there's a lot <laughs> cooking up. So I got more to talk about after this for sure. Okay, okay, excellent. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Again, the, the book, they can find it at arethacool.com. That'll redirect them over to the Kickstarter site. And yeah, we'll just Actually, go from there. All right. Thank you, you enjoy thank the. Re- you. You're welcome. You know, thank you for coming on. It's always a pleasure and honor having you on and um, enjoy the rest of your week. We'll leave it right there. Likewise. Likewise. See you soon. All right. See ya. This is Twitter.